Oh, we're live, you guys. We're li- oh, well, what an opening. It's a great well, opening. All right. Well, since we're back here again, uh, we're with another division. Uh, we're in the AL East, the division that supposedly is a juggernaut, but we'll see about that once we go over everything. But you know how we got to start the episode like we always do. Ben, would you like to do the honors? I would. <clears throat> As always, ladies and gentlemen, Rob Manfred is trying to ruin the game of baseball, and he's an absolute clown. What else oh. is new? Speaking of things, new? speaking of things that drive us, well, drive me insane. Okay, so oh, I got a vent. So today I was at work doing nothing like I usually do at work, and I'm sitting there. Twitter pops up. PS5 drop, Walmart, 3 p.m., right? So I'm getting excited. I get my credit card ready to go to spend $500 of the money I don't have, and I'm just ready to go, right? So cannot relate. I'm there. 3 o'clock hits. 30 seconds, gone. Says now, 310. I'm like, cool. Everybody in my office, all on their phones, helping me out trying to get this PS5. Nobody. 320 comes, same thing. 330. 340, 350, four o'clock hits, out of stock. Did you guys do anything at work today or no, we had like fifteen reservations. Oh, we love to see it. That can we just talk about the afternoon? Can we just talk about the fact that a credit card company gave Brandon Brandon five hundred dollars as a limit? I had uh, first of all that was your limit credit card. That's hey, my what's your credit? Card. Oh, I don't say your credit score on 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 a podcast. Don't it's be. high. Let's go with that. Okay. But, okay. Uh, my second credit card is way more than that. So I was using my low one. <laughs> okay. But we might be calling either way, BS on that. Irregardless, but... I do not have a PS5 yet, and that is wrong. Moment and, of silence for that. We and, could yeah, moment and, of silence for that. And I have to get it before I'll be the show twenty one comes out. That's just I, that's how I mean, it is. You got till next month to do it, right? But I got, dude, I, I was ready. <laughs> like, Just go buy an Xbox. Day. If you buy an Xbox, which nobody wants. like me. I don't want the Xbox. I'm a PlayStation guy. That's fair. I, I don't need to figure out That's where the fair. X button is and it be in the wrong spot, okay? <laughs> well, we should just title this episode <laughs> Things That Piss Brandon Off. There's so much. We'd be here for like hours. You mean like the WWE being real? It's an, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's not that it's not real, but the pain <laughs> is real. Okay, I'll give you that one. Um, well, just we'll like save. The pain, just like the pain when you have egg in your uh, pork fry rice. That's very bad. Or no, the worst betrayal is when you think you have the rice order correct, you get all the way upstairs, and they give you lo mein. <laughs> That's the, one of the biggest betrayals of all time. Right up there with the Chipotle order being wrong is like right up there with the biggest betrayals. That's fair. That's fair. Or slipping um, on black ice. That's I guess we'll fun. save like <laughs> the rest of the things that are gonna piss you off for the end. Anthony's got a whole novel. He lived with me for almost four years. We're gonna have to yeah. put some of those things. We can have yeah, like an entire podcast episode about that. I'll probably. Oh, that that's that's a couple weeks of an episode right there. <laughs> that's fair. That's its own mini series. Goodness. Um. Well, I guess we can talk about maybe one of the teams that you probably hate. I guess we could do that. Which one? Uh, I got funny. The American League champions last year, the, the Tampa Bay Rays. Okay, so here's my, my issue with the Rays. 
hats off to small market teams. It's hard to hate a team that there's a, the only team that actually didn't lose money in the pandemic. Yeah, dude. They had the That's same fair. amount of fans regardless. Oh. So, oh. In all fairness, low it's, very, low. it's hard to hate a team when their fans don't show up. Well, I mean, also, they just let their best pitchers go also. Yeah. Like Blake Snell. They yeah, like, they dealt Blake Snell. They got a sick of a return. They basically let yeah, Sandy Morton walk. And they still have the number one prospect in baseball, Mr. Franco. Dude, he, that dude he's going to be an absolute tank. Like, I can't wait for this year, and they're just going to be the most dominant, like, team under 25. Right? It's, it's going to be scary. I'm not looking and forward. And they guy that was nasty in the playoffs. Actually, what a Rosa Reina. Yeah, Rosa Reina. Oh, you get that one right, but you couldn't Rosa get Corey Kluber right for a year and a half. Hey, <laughs> Playoff you know, Randy. I can, I can actually, like, you know, break that word up. Kluber is just like, no. I know. There was no syllables for you to put it together. I get it. We'll get to him, though. He signed with a team in this division. No, dude, but here's the fact. He, Arizona Reno, however you say his last name, uh, this dude hit bro. more bombs in the playoffs than he did in the 60-game season. He's playoff Randy. He's I mean, a- is he playoff Randy or is he July Randy? Because technically that's the same amount of games pretty much. I mean, we're going playoff Randy. July Randy doesn't sound have the great ring to it. Okay, we'll go playoff. Playoff the playoffs Randy. are still in October. That's true. Okay, all right. That's Fair true. Enough. Anthony's got a point. Playoff Randy. Put that on a T-shirt. I'm sure they have. We're putting it on a T-shirt. Don't worry. No one bought it, but I'm sure they did. It's coming. What I have to say about the Rays, though, is they are the only team that will stick to their like corporate motto and mindset. Like, oh, we are going to go by analytics. We are going to spend no money. No matter what the situation is, they could be throwing a gem. Oh, no, third time. Sorry, I uh, bring in the righty. <laughs> like the World that, Series. That literally lost them so, the World Series. It did. And we can yeah. talk about that too, but like the fact that they stick to their guns and they still kick everyone's asses, like you got to give them some credit in that aspect. They, so, they I, are, I, I, I will say this about Tampa they are the kings of player development. Yes, they are. How about the fact that they completely like pantsed the Pittsburgh Pirates? They, they got all these prospects and, and then got Chris Archer back. Yeah. Like, I don't know what kind of guy Chris Archer is going to be for them, but Probably it's probably a five starter. Oh yeah, he'll be the five, fifth guy. Or I'm sorry, opener, opener, not starter. Oh, opener, yeah, we don't do we don't do starters in Tampa. We do openers. Yeah, I mean oh, Archer's not the guy point. that they traded. There's no doubt about that. No, absolutely not. Pittsburgh. But he's a guy who's going to eat innings, and they're going to need people to eat innings. So that's fair. Well, I mean, like we saw the same thing with Starling Marte. Like he got dealt. He was he was probably Arizona's best player last year. He was easily probably Miami's best player last year. No, no, but like those are teams that probably finished, or you would think around the same place as Pittsburgh, and he was better. Yeah, that's true. Okay, all right. I think the Pirates are just like. Once you go there, you, you die. Yeah. I mean, let's, let's be honest here. Tampa, you know every year is going to be a problem. Yeah, that's just like the way it. they do things. And they're going to win somewhere between 85 to 95 games, depending on who they want to piss off this year. I put them at 94. And, yeah. like, And they're going to be either first or second place in the division unless Toronto takes over that spot. Mm-hmm. 
So Tampa Bay, I was looking. They are they're over under for wins is eighty five and a half. So I mean, I don't know if there's an over button on this show, but hit the over. Hit it's the gonna over. be over. Um, and they only had an eighteen percent chance to win the division, which is the fourth highest. Which is crazy to me because if you look around that roster, you because I, I I don't know how Tampa's going to do this because Tampa I don't I am I don't remember how they do this but Franco's going to start the year in the majors. Yes, he is. Yeah, unless they try to do the unless they start, yeah then. unless they do the Chris Bryant BS. And Randy's going to be in the outfield. Playoff Meadows Randy, is going to yeah. be in the outfield. Shane probably is going to be in the rotation. Glasnow will be day one. Well, well, I don't know. Be, Will Shane be in the rotation now that Chris Archer's back, or is he going to be long? He might be the five. Oh, that's fair. I, uh, I think Shane's a lefty, right? Yeah. Okay, he's got that goal for him. If he's not in the if he's not in the rotation, I'd be shocked if he was in the minors. Unless they try to stretch him out. Yeah. Unless they try to stretch him out. I mean, they still have Nick Anderson as their closer. Like they got Chaz Rowe back too. Yeah, exactly. Like, they're, they're not a bad team. It's just who's going to be – I mean, Franco's the guy everybody's looking at, right? He's the guy that everybody thinks is going to come up and be this – I don't want to compare him to Yohan Moncada, but everybody kind of compares him to that kind of player. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm interested to see how he comes up. But if he comes up and is anything worthy of a top-10 MVP player, we're talking about the Rays winning the division. That's just – that's facts. He could be you another know? Tatis. Yeah, like if he comes up and he's anywhere close to Tatis or anything like that, like he's he's there. Um, but like when it comes, if he's just average, mm. I mean, granted a rookie, right? But if he's just average, like maybe this team isn't second place. But I mean, that's just I mean, and who knows what we're gonna get from Randy? Randy's only played one, well, not even a full season. He's played half a season. Yeah. So does that I mean, mean, and, yeah. and does their pitching hold up? I mean, you don't have Charlie Morton anymore to carry that that staff. Or Blake Snow. That's or Blake Snow. Like yeah. Tyler Glass now is the guy now. Yeah. So we'll see what For happens. For another two yeah. years, and then they'll trade him. We'll see what happens there. Um, going a little bit north of Tampa, well, probably a lot north, um, they got some starting pitching questions as well up in New York in the Bronx. Yeah, I mean, they lost Tanaka. Yeah. Welcome home, Tanaka. Yeah, all the way back to my franchise baseball even. league up because he was mm-hmm. my best pitcher. Which not we're not going to talk about that again. But, things that piss Brandon off. But <laughs> losing him for nothing and him not, you know, even playing in the majors this year kind of hurts. No, dude, I get that. I thought he would at least go somewhere else. I didn't know that he was that like he had that big of a desire to stay in New York. I mean, he I don't said know if it was so up. much a desire. He said it straight up. It's like New York or I'm going back home. And he actually listened and did. Yeah, I mean, if you think about like, these Japanese players, like look at um, I'm trying to think, uh, like Kuroda from the Dodgers a couple years ago, you know, some of those guys, like they come here to get that big payday and then they bounce. That's fair. That's fair. Like in all honesty, if I could do that, I would. <laughs> but, you know, like, <laughs> but like, I didn't think he was going to be a guy like Dice K who held on for too long. Or yeah, dude. Kenta Maeda, who's now with the Twins. You know, I, I didn't think he was going to be that kind of guy. So, like, him going back to Japan kind of made sense to me. Plus, like, his arm's hanging by a thread. Yeah. But I still think That's he would fair. have been a very good serviceable 
arm in any rotation. I think oh, with those other guys, easily. those other guys, you were questioning if they could even hang on to a major league spot. Tanaka is making probably 50% of the rotations better, providing that depth in the other 50%. So I yeah, think, no, you know, right. you're right. Tanaka left on his terms. Yeah, exactly. He called the bluff and I don't think anybody, I didn't expect it. I'm just amazed. Like what other team, like what do they offer him? Where like he was just like disrespected enough to leave. I don't even think it was the disrespected. I re- I truly think that it was New York or nothing. Like I, I bet that. your teams called, and who knows if they might have even said no, we're not interested in anyone but New York. That's and the yeah, Yankees yeah. probably knew that, lowballed them, and was like, well, if you're not going to respect me, then like I said, I'm going home. Yeah, they probably offered him like five million to be honest. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Because what was he making? He was making like fifteen. Oh my god! Because remember, they signed that big deal, and this was the last year of it. That's fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah. I guess hit Tanaka and J. A. Happ are gone. J. A. Happ up in Minnesota now. Oh, J. A. Uh, Happ. Enter Clory. Clory. Enter Corey Kluber and Jamison Talion. You know what? So here's my thing. I was so on the boat for the Sox to sign Kluber. Yep. Because you knew he was going to come back and try to reinvent himself. He's theory, going to try right? to be 2016 Kluber. Yeah. Yep. And, like, for a one-year deal – he's on a one-year deal, right? Is that what it was? Yeah. One-year so. 11 mil. Like, that is all reward for a guy yeah, that's like nothing that. for the Yankees to pay out. No. It's that's one year. Change. Like, come on. And yeah. bringing in Jamison Talion, like, he's much cheaper than Tanaka. Right. Much younger than Tanaka. Valid. Like, if you're the Yankees, like, that's the best of both worlds. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe he's not a better pitcher. I don't, I'm not going to argue that. But he's a guy who's a solid four who's much cheaper. And when you're a team, like, I mean, again, the Yankees are juggernauts with this. But knowing that you have Stanton paying half of New York for, you have Judge that's going to eventually have to get paid. When he's healthy. When he's healthy, if that ever happens. You know if Glebar Torres comes back this year, you're going to have to pay him. We don't speak about him. Gio Gio Rochelle, you're going to have to pay at some point. Um, They just paid DJ. That was their offseason right there. DJ you just paid. Um, You know, like, they have a lot of guys that are going to pretty close need a nice little payday. Mm -hmm. So, like, any way they can find a way to maneuver cash, like, that's smart by them. No, what are the odds that Garrett, they're paying Garrett Cole like forty million or pretty close to it right now? And he he sucked last year. He was a fraud. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and like after Garrett Cole, like yes, Italian's solid. Yes, you don't know, really know what Kluber is, but I mean Severino, we don't even know if he's pitching this year. They signed him to a four-year deal after him wow. having like one good season. So like That's once you get past Cole, like. There isn't anybody in that rotation. You're like, ooh, I can't put up five runs against them. Well, that's sad. Well, I think the thing with the Yankees was their biggest offseason transaction, like you said, was DJ LeMahieu. That oh, just they were got all them in on that. That well, they had to be because now yeah. they are back to where they were last year, which was second in the division, mm-hmm. getting bounced in the DS. It, so basically, you lose to knock and you put in Tyon. I'd say that's. Okay, that's a little bit of an upgrade, but they're basically the same team coming back. They didn't I, improve that much. And I like Tayon. Like, I think he can be a stud in New York. The guy battled testicular cancer. He's going to handle New York just fine. 
I think it's going to be just fine in New York. So, But did they improve as a team? Yeah, we said the same thing when Stanton signed with the – when Stanton got traded to the Yankees. Well, they're the best power hitting team, and they added the best power hitter. Did they actually get any better? No, they just upgraded their best strength. Yeah. I don't think they – I mean, with LeMahieu, though, like, I think they realize, like, the risk is the reward. I mean, like, you lose you lose LeMahieu, you're losing the batting champion. Yeah. Arguably the best yeah. hitter in the American League besides Trout. To possibly another American League team. To another American League team that's probably in your division by the name of Toronto. Yeah. Or you're going to go across the state to New York with the Mets, which they didn't want that either. And, like, if you lose LeMahieu, the Yankees are probably a fourth-place team. Can we talk about the fact that when the Yankees signed DJ LeMahieu, they didn't have a spot for him? Yeah. They just were like, yeah, he can play wherever, and he ends up being their best player. Yeah, he was like a two-year deal or something, right? We traded him to Colorado. I couldn't even tell you who we got back in that trade. When we traded DJ LeMahieu to Colorado, I don't even know who the Cubs got. Didn't you get, like, Cargo? No, because we had cargo, what, two years ago? We traded DJ. Oh, no, you got cargo. We traded DJ like... before we were any good. Yeah. We still sucked. I mean, we suck again, but we, we, we sucked. And then we were yeah, you're right. You're now right. we suck right. again. Yeah. I mean, what For the first time the we sucked. Like, the Yankees, if, if Stanton and Judge are healthy, arguably the best offense in baseball. Yeah, if they can stay healthy, yeah. if they can play 150-ish games, that's beautiful. And if Torres they haven't and done it yet. Urshela and Voigt and all these guys have even remotely good seasons, they're all 25 home run hitters. Well, Voigt led the league last year. Exactly. Like, and Sanchez, he'll hit, one, he'll hit one out of 40. He's more or less Fulton Reed from the Mighty Ducks. Like, That's one right. out of 40 he'll hit, and he'll probably go 400 feet. When do you guys think we're going to start seeing Chapman's velocity come down? You think he's going to throw 100? It already has. But yeah, it's kind of already. Is he is he in the ni- high nineties now? He can't throw hundred. He still touches like, like. I think he's ninety eight now. Ooh, he okay. still touches hundred. Like he can get it up there. Like, yeah, it's he's just not like one hundred threes and one hundred fours. Oh yeah. But I mean, so the before guy, we, what, I mean, you gotta realize Chapman's almost what thirty three now. I think so. He might be older. Like yeah, like his arm has probably had a lot of mileage now. Oh yeah, that's yeah. thanks. Joe Madden broke him. Yeah. I'm, I so, I mean, don't regret it though. No, I mean, it worked out for you guys, you know? It did. I would make those trades so all over again. Be- before we move on from the Yankees, I think we- it's important to bring up that Aaron Boone is not managing right now. Yeah, he's having a pacemaker, um, right? Yeah. So, first off, our thoughts to him, because yeah. that's some scary shit going on. Yeah. Is that pacemaker? I'm not, I'm not trying to be funny here, but pacemaker's heart, right? Yes. Yeah, it basically it uh, makes the heart like in a normal rhythmic state. Um, Stabilization, just kind of. Yeah, well, he's not going to time with that managing the Yankees. Yeah, so I mean, that I, I guess you could actually throw that in as another curveball. Like, who's going to manage the Yankees if it's not Boone? Yeah, like obviously, like we're Ooh. not trying to be cynical with this, but like that's it, something no, you got to think about. Question. Yeah, I mean, like you don't I'm really have sure any good big name managers that are. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to be the bench coach. Yeah. I think it would have to be. It would either be the bench coach or the third base coach, which is Phil Nevin. Yeah. I don't think you get any any big name guy in there with like oh, oh Aaron did, Boone's did gonna come back. Did they say like his recovery time? No, they just said he's on immediate medical leave. But 
you got to imagine he's going to be out for quite some time just because, one, you're having that surgery. Two, you're probably going to have to do some serious rehab to make sure that the pacemaker is actually doing its job. Yeah. And three, he's going to have lower stress. I'm sorry, the Yankees don't lower stress. No, they don't. Baseball itself doesn't lower stress. No. You nope. that's not like tobacco and drinks anxiety. That's facts. Um so what I are guess. we saying for the Yankees? What's that, what's the over under on the Yankees here? Over under was ninety five and a half. That I, is the I took the under. I'm taking under. I put him at eighty four. I'm going eighty four. I'm going ninety three. Ninety three wins under. I'm saying I'm gonna go in the middle of both take. of y'all and go like eighty seven, eighty eight. The fact that you guys aren't putting the Yankees at 90 wins, I feel like. I just I can't with their rotation. I, I mean, yeah, but they staff. won 100 games in 18. And how many games did they win? I mean, not last year, but 19. They were in the 90s too. But the rotation compared to 18 to now is very different. Is it, though? I they mean, didn't have Cole. Okay, you add Garrett Cole, but, like, Garrett I'm just Cole shocked you guys aren't putting them in the 90s. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Okay, that's my well, hot take. My, my hot take. I think this is my hot take for the entire season if the Yankees aren't going to make the playoffs. I think that's my hot take. We'll have to get down to bold predictions later. Yep. Yeah. That, we'll, get, we'll get to that. We'll let that out. I, All right. Move, our next moving team. up now. Where are we going? Where are we going? Wake up, America. Or should I say, Canada. Wake up, Canada. It's your time oh, to hold shine. On, hold on. Hold on. They're playing. They're going to be the only team in history, if this happens, to play in three separate home ballparks this year. Oh, my God. You're right. Wake up, Buffalo. And wait, they're starting in Florida, though. So they're starting oh. in Florida. And then when it gets too hot, they're going to Buffalo because That's they don't so want to play in the heat. That's so stupid. And then if Toronto Smart. allows them, if MLB allows them to go to Toronto, then they'll go to Toronto. I feel like it's going to be more so like the Canadian government more than it's Canadian government. They're, yeah. It's, yeah not it's, the, it's the government slash everybody having to keep crossing the border. Yeah. That's what it is. If you see in the NHL that they have the Canadian only league. Yeah. Yep. So. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I'm, Toronto, and just like obviously, like aside the fact that their, you know, their home ballpark is up, up in the air right now. Um, the Buffalo ballpark, in all honesty, was a huge power park. Yeah. And Toronto, if you haven't noticed, has some power hitters that are kind of good. Vlad uh, Jr. finally figured out how to use a gym. Yep. Um. So he's taking care of that. He looks incredible. Like, and he's 23. Like, I thought he was like 27, to be honest. He's 23. Makes me yeah. feel like crap. Dude, same. That's how old I am. We're older Things than that upset Brandon. Wow. Things that piss Brandon off. Yeah. No. <laughs> you know, oh, besides that, slight side note. The worst pain ever was when you were playing a career mode and you were no longer the age of the youngest possible option. That's fair. Right? Yeah. So, anyway, moving on to Toronto. That's fair. So, you got Vladdy Jr., who's now jacked. You have Bo Bichette, who's arguably one of the best shortstops up and coming in the American League. Get Lourdes Gurriel. He's Lourdes Gurriel, who, if he ever finds his, po- his potential, he's a great player. Kevin Biggio. Yeah, they solid. just added Marcus Simeon. Added Marcus yep. Simeon. And then you go and get the juggernaut of George Springer to put in center. Dude, this team's going to be really good. Like, if Springer plays 150, and that's always been his question, is is he going to be healthy? 
He usually is, though. That's the thing. You don't know. Well, he's not going to have people throwing at his ribs this year, so that's that's a lot of facts. He got out of there smart. This offense is very dynamic and very good. You know, like, they're going to be a team to mess with. Like, it almost reminds me, like, you remember when Toronto had, like, Delgado and Vernon Wells in the early 2000s? <laughs> oh, the Red Sox killer Vernon Wells. Yeah. Like, that. this team reminds me of that. No, that's now, where, totally would you rank, where would you rank this team compared to the 2015-2016 Blue Jays when they had the Batista, Zia, and Canarcion? I think this team is more complete. I think this team's going to be more – I think that team had more Joey stars. Bass was – I mean, those guys were all big hitters. I don't think that this team will hit as many – hit as much for power as that team did, but I think that they're going to score a lot of runs. Yeah, like Edwin and Batista were both 40 home run guys a year. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't think besides Vladdy Jr. there's anybody on this roster that's potentially a 40 home run guy. Um, Springer, to me, is a 25 to 30 – Springer is a great leadoff option. Batter. You know, like, I don't think anybody else is going to hit 40 bombs. But this team is going to hit a lot of doubles and a lot of hard contact. Yeah, they are. And yeah, they I'm don't looking. seem to be a strikeout machine, which will help. I'm looking at their, um, at their rotation as well, and they've got a lot of, like, not great options, but above, I would say above average options that they could plug in. I mean, the big key is Nate Pearson. Oh, 100%. Nate Pearson and uh, Rayo. puts up 10 to 12 wins. Yeah. Like, because they still got Ryu, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think Robbie Ray is solid out there. I think that he just was gassed in Arizona. Mm -hmm. I think he's going to – I think he's a guy that can easily turn it around in Toronto. You know, it's a different league, but we'll see what happens there. I, I mean, really same thing with Mats. Mats was struggling big time with New York. Yeah. That, that could be a change of scenery. That's probably a great lever in scenery. Chatwood's old, though, isn't he? Or am I thinking of Clifford? No, Clifford's old. Clip. Chatwood's been around forever. Yeah, Chatwood's only 31. But he's been around yeah. since he was, like, 18. Yeah, that dude feels like he's yeah. been forever. Like, it? Jason Hayward feels like he's been in the league for, like, 40 years. Yeah, Tyler Chatwood's been in the league since 2010. Dude, yeah. damn. 10 years. 11 years. He's only 31. Respect. That's because he was, like, Colorado's top prospect, and then Colorado does not develop pitching. Yeah, and then we signed him, and he sucked, and then he was good, and then he sucked, and then we let him go. But, like, Toronto's a team, like, it all kind of depends on what their pitching does. Yeah. I mean, hit. it's nice that they have Kirby Yates as their closer. That's solid. That's a big pickup. If he can get back to what he was before last year, that's solid. Yeah, they replaced Ken Giles with him. That's a major upgrade. It is. Oh, yeah. Ken Giles, you're, almost, you're better off just closing your eyes because you know it's going to be a blown save. I think they're baseball's most underrated team. I don't think yes, anyone's no. paying as much attention to the Blue Jays as, say, like the Padres. Well, that's because the Padres most do a lot of sexy moves. That's fair. Yeah. It's just, I don't like, even think they're the most underrated team in the, the in the division. Yeah, I mean there there's, there's some people that are overrating them because they're jumping on the bandwagon, which is totally cool. Because like I'm a little bit on the bandwagon with Toronto, mm-hmm. but then there's I don't think there's anybody that's looking at Toronto and be like, oh, they're gonna suck. 
Right. No, I absolutely agree with you. Like, and like, yeah, they finally put on some money for George Springer. And I'm so happy to see that because Toronto has never really paid players. So never. the fact to see them go out there and get Springer was a big deal. So that's, we'll see kind of what happens. I mean, this Toronto right now, like in my opinion, and I could be wrong, uh, but I was listening to some reports about this is their window. Like, this is the window is open. Like the it's next open three to four year. years before arbitration really kicks in for them, this is their window. Yeah, yeah. this is the core. If you're gonna get to the World Series. This is it. Yeah, they need that one ace. They do need an ace, and I think that's something that they can get mid-season. I'm still, I'm not ruling it out, but I'm still like in the belief that if the Cubs just come out and we and we suck, like I have a fear of. I really think that you could see that big mega deal that was rumored for oh so many weeks of Kyle Hendricks and Chris Bryant going to Toronto. I think it could happen. I mean, I mean we'll, you can plug I have Chris a Bryant prediction that, that I'm pretty sure I mentioned in a different video, but I'm going to make it again when we get to the bowl prediction. But we'll get okay. there. What was the over-under set for Toronto? So the over-under was one game more than Tampa Bay, 86 and a half. Different website has them winning the division, 53% chance of winning the division. Over under 86.5 wins, one above Tampa Bay's 85.5. This is a tough line, I will say. Tough line. For me – I took the over. I'm going to slightly take the over. That's actually really scary because I I gave them one more win than I gave the Rays, so that's really scary. And I didn't – I have them barely winning the division. I did too. I think I'm going to go over on Toronto, but like 88. Yeah, like just barely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, I mean, I, I can't see them dropping to the 70s, but I could see them hitting low 80s. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, 81's 500, so I think they're above that. So Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. I guess. Are we going to the bird? Yeah, I don't really know how to approach this one. Well... Let's start with Baltimore. This. Don't get there. First of all, Baltimore. with Baltimore, get I know this. we were talking about this before with a uh, different player, but let's talk about the man who's making a return this year after beating cancer with Trey Mancini, making his wonderful return. Yes. Uh, who, by the way, had got his first hit and his first at bat in spring training. So we yes. love to see that. We really love no to see that. We are Trey Mancini fans. We do love a good Trey Mancini. Um, we just need to get him out of Baltimore. That's all. Please. Anyway, um, Chicago. Baltimore has a lot of good young talent. I'm not going to lie. Like, they do. It's just – They just got to get that experience under their belt. Baltimore has this problem where they're really good at developing position players to become, like, average or just above average. But they can't develop a pitcher if it slapped them in the face. No, and, like, who, who – what's what ace big-name pitcher says, I'm going to go play in Baltimore? Not right days, now. Nobody. To play for the Ravens, maybe, but not the Orioles. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. And, and, and also, what doesn't help Baltimore, too, Camden Yards, not pitcher-friendly. No. And you're going to come to the AL East and play Toronto, Tampa, Boston, and New York? Well, that's where, that's where you have to play the game of, okay, let's get the – while we suck, let's get these big pro- – let's get these really good prospects – and you just put trade packages together. But they ruin them. You get good – yeah, they do ruin it. So that tells Jake you that Arietta. the front office needs to go. Exactly. We got Jake Arrieta and Pedro Stroh, both guys that helped win that World Series. For 
who Scott Feldman, I think. But Jake Arrieta with Baltimore, five ERA. Yep. Chicago gets him, touches his pitching mechanics, let him go back to being him. Wins the Cy Young. So I don't know if it's the pitching staff or I think the entire, I think the entire leadership organization of that. Just they all just need to go. They just need to boom hit the hard and, reset button. And they had a great pitching prospect, and they traded him to Boston for Andrew Miller. They traded Erod for Andrew Miller. Ooh, that's rough, buddy. Yeah, I mean it worked out. For and you guys, they decided and to give 160 million dollars to Chris Davis to swing and miss Owen 31 times. <laughs> I can Honestly, do that too. All three of us could do that for free. I mean, yeah. I would just for the experience, let me go. Let put me in the Orioles uniform just so I could say, hey, I played in a major league baseball game. I could yeah, probably I, mean, I'm gonna, I would be like the rookie of the year and just barely in the box, but you know. Dude, I think we should all get that opportunity. How that should be a game. Let's all go to Camden Yards and if you can make contact with the ball sooner than Chris Davis did. We should just get a major league contract for a day. We get a portion of his contract. We get a portion of his contract. I think that's fair. I'll take 1%. I'll take 1%. 1%'s like 25 grand, I'm pretty sure. If not more. No, that's way more. <laughs> 1% would almost be a million dollars. I think the most exciting thing about the Orioles this year is Adley, Adley Rutschman, yeah. catcher, top yeah. uh, number two prospect. I'm, I think I'm only going to be looking at them. Yeah, I'm only excited to see when he comes up. They're probably going to be up this year. They, I, I would assume they have to. What, what would be the reason not to? They suck. I don't know. <laughs> but if you <laughs> suck, why not bring him up? I mean, if you like that service time, give him for an extra year. There you go. Then bring him up in May. But we were May. just talking about <laughs> – Talk, like trading for these big pitchers, they have yeah, five corner, guys buddy. in the top 100. <laughs> Trade two for a pitcher. Like, yeah, it's common sure. sense. It's really easy. Um, but so we can get to your guys' team real quick. Oh, right, guys, well, over-under, over-under. Ooh, yeah, I forgot the over-under. So the over-under un- so for, over, for Baltimore is 64 and a half. That is the second lowest tied with Colorado, only ahead of your Pittsburgh Pirates. I'm they have a zero percent chance. The number every team has. So you're saying there's a chance? No, there's zero no. There's literally chance. no chance. Oh, no chance. Okay. The Rockies even had point one percent chance. Wow, and we. So Baltimore the Orioles have zero. Wow. Well, I guess they See, can't fail anybody this year. Oh, I can't believe I I am saying this. I am taking the over on the Baltimore Orioles. Book it, ladies and gentlemen. America, you heard it here first. You guys are high as hell. It's it's under. They're winning 59. (laughs) I hope they win 59. (laughs) They could at least get that top pick. They need it. God knows they need the top pick. Um, This one's going to hurt. Do you want want the same treatment we gave Scott? Do you want lower the lights? Get – I have to now. We traded our whole outfield officially. I have the candle lit for you. What's that scent? What is that? Vetiver Woods. Well, that's definitely not Bath and Body Works. That's like a Walmart candle. Target. Oh, speaking Target. of Tiger Woods, yeah. Also, special shout out to Target. 
I, I thought we were going to go Tiger Woods there, but all right. Nah, man. <laughs> Whatever you need, <laughs> Target has it. Shout out to Target. Hopefully, you'll sponsor one of our episodes someday. But, see, you know, see, I love Sierra you. Sierra and I, I are big Bath and Body Works type things, so just saying. That's fair. Definitely the body, Brandon. Well, I'm really into candles now, Anthony, so okay. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, you let's, let's get back to the Boston Red Sox before we get into that. Um, <laughs> what, All right. Well, what happened last year? What? Forget last year. You what happened baseball. this year? <laughs> we traded, and, and uh, the since this new GM has come in, he's like, you know what? The best part about this team is the outfield. Excuse me for a minute while I break up the entire outfield. Yeah. Who? Like, I think Mookie you're... Betts. Still the worst decision in baseball history. Yeah, I don't think it was a decision he had to make, though. That wasn't his decision to make. That was John Henry. It still hurts, okay? It hurts, yes, but, like, you know, at least we got something for him. Like, I'm on the bandwagon. He should be in the Red Sox for life, Red Sox uniform for life. But, you know, like, if the head guy up top signing the check says trade him, yeah. you're kind of you're in between a shit and a hard place, so. Yeah, you are. Yeah. And then he got bored and traded Ben Attendee. Hey, yeah. Look at that I, package we got for him, though. I know, My but God. it's Benny, man. It's Benny. But the Royals did more, overpay for that. Benny was more of an emotional piece for me just because he was part of that 2018 team that won it all. He, he, everyone, he was a hot and coming prospect, long hair. People were like, oh, this is Fred Lynn 2.0. So, like, yeah, we traded him. We traded him low on his value, and we still got that haul from from Kansas City. Like, oh, like, I, Man, like, I have no problem with the trade package. I'm just, like, to it's me. It's an emotional I think they, connection. I think they gave yes. up on him too early. I, I can agree with that. Because, I mean, like, I, in all fairness, like, okay, so let's say, let's throw this at, in reality here. If you're basing what he did in 2020 off of the reason that they traded him, then we could trade half of the all-stars in baseball. Yeah. I think the Red, I think what Heim was thinking with the Red Sox and the Benintendi trade was what can we get for him? Put him on the market. What will teams offer? You know, if we trade him, like if it's not good, we'll keep him. Like, you know, whatever. I think Kansas City blew him out of the water and was like, well, wait a minute. Like, are we giving up too soon? Yeah, but like we're kind of still recovering from the Dave Dombrowski days. So I think yeah. Kansas City gave him an offer that was a little too good to refuse because even if Ben Intendi has a not even a 2018 season, but like a middle of the line season, like he's probably not getting that haul because teams aren't going to pay him that much, pay for him that much. Yeah, I just my thing is like you didn't get a, a prospect that would like Frenchy Cordero is solid. Don't get me wrong, but love the name. Yeah, but you too. didn't get a guy that is going to help your farm system in theory. Like, yeah, you've got a bunch of players, but just because you have a bunch of players does not help your quality of your farm system. Frenchy Cordero exactly is also already on the injured list. There you go. Was he on the COVID list? He, he's on the COVID list. Oh, okay. oh is that it? Okay, that's different. Okay. Yeah. But he's no, a very no, he's, injury-prone yeah. guy, though, so we got to watch that. But we have seven outfielders now, so. Well, yeah, because yeah, you mean, guys got Hunter Renfro, yep. Yeah, we have Renfro. We lost TK. JJ, which I'm going to get to in a moment. Um, Verdugo. We have Verdugo now, who's turning into a solid T- ball player. Yeah. 
Kike, Marco Hernandez. We just signed that other guy, too, from Texas today. Which one? Oh, God, I saw the tweet, but apparently but it looks like he, Yeah, he hits bombs. Well, then we had those two young kids, too, that are in AAA. Oh, Dur- Duran is – Duran was – they were talking training. about Duran today. Was it Duran or was it uh, the other guy? One of those guys played with Cora in the Winter League and, like, Duran mashes. I mean, hell, if you yeah. got these so, guys. You got Marwin Gonzalez, too. Yeah. Yeah. You got all these guys. I would say put the feeler out on J.D. Martinez, honestly. See what you can get yeah. for him. I mean, in all honesty, I don't think they want to because I think they realize, like, if he's DHing, he's still going to hit the ball. No, he is. That's and it. you have I to think, have a guy like that because he has to protect Devers and Bogey. I also think you not, not enough credit's given to – JD for 2018, what he did off the field with the hitters. Jackie Bradley and Christian Vasquez became studs at the plate because, oh, hey, they got to pick Dr. JD's brain. Yeah, and Vasquez, so, uh, not in 2020 because I, I don't consider 2020 a season, but 2019, like Vasquez hit 22 home runs or give or take 20 home runs. Like, that's fair. <laughs> out of the catcher, like, that's, that's big production. You can't ask for more. No. Like, that's top – I mean, they're not even going to put him in the top five for catchers. But, like, mm-hmm. if you have a catcher hitting 20 bombs, that's still hard to beat. Is, yeah. is Chris Sale still hurt? Yeah, he's uh, out until June or July. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, he had Tommy John. Oh, that'll do it. Tommy yeah. John will do that. They delayed it, and then when COVID hit, it got delayed. Oh. Yeah. The thing with Chris Sale, though – the thing with Chris Sale, though, is it's all going to depend on where the Red Sox are at. Is it a situation like 19 and 20 where – we're not making a run. If we're making a postseason run, then thank you, Chris Sale. That's a you're, that's you're a midseason. I mean, that's the right best there. case scenario because Chris Sale doesn't pitch a whole season anyway. Yeah, no, that's true. But like, if we're out of it, it. We, if we're out of it, we just won't play him. Like, hey, yeah. Chris, take, take, take some more time. Yeah, no, yeah. that's but a smart move. Yeah, we'll get. Yeah, you do want to touch on that Jackie Bradley deal that just kind of went through today? Yeah, Brandon? I mean, Things like, I know Ben's upset that he went to this team, but. Uh, JBJ is no longer a Red Sox, unfortunately. He is now a Milwaukee Brewer. I hate that. Signing a two-year deal where I think it was 24 mil. I think we're all pissed about this. But he does have an opt-out after this year, so he can be a free agent again next year. Well, when Um, the Brewers finished fourth place in the NL It hurts me to say goodbye to JBJ. Um, A guy who's maybe not the best hitter in the league, but arguably the best defender in the league. And just one of the nicest guys ever, you know, just one of those good, like, you know what you're getting from him every single day. Um, I don't know. It just, it sucks that the Red Sox didn't even make a realistic offer. Like, and I get, like, he doesn't really fit with the Red Sox plan, but like, still, I mean, I don't know. It's it's hard to say bye to JBJ. We knew he wasn't coming back right away. Like, I think he knew he wasn't coming back right away, which yeah. it hurts. He's another 20. I, I, think, I think as soon as they signed Kiki Hernandez, Kiki. I think that was the nail in the coffin. Yeah. And I think, you know, I'm more upset that Jackie Bradley, it is March 4th, and Jackie Bradley is now employed by a major league team. Yeah, that's kind of ridiculous. Jackie yeah. Bradley. He should have had a contract like, back in December. I think most of it was because of Boris wanting more years. Yep. And, like, to be honest, 12, 2 for 24 I thought was a little high when I first saw it. Like, 
Ooh, 12 mil for Jackie Bradley. I was more in the ballpark. I was thinking my, like more in the like 10 is with mil JBJ, range. My thing is with though, is JBJ's never going to be a guy who hits over 260. That's the reality of it. Yeah. And when you get JBJ, you have to understand, like, he will play probably arguably the best center field in baseball. Mm-hmm. So, it's weird. That, I mean, good, good for him for going to Milwaukee, good for Milwaukee for signing a player, good for them, whatever. But – He's a guy that needs to be on a roster where he's not expected to produce. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you take a look at the Brewers outfield, too, and it is. Like, there's other hitters in that outfield. He's just there strictly to man everything in the outfield. Craig Council did say that Kane was going to be their center fielder, so we'll see what that even means if Jackie's going to be number four. No, Kane's definitely going to right. I'm just saying with Council. No, Yelich isn't right. I think you're going to see I think you're going to see Avisel Garcia and probably JBJ split time. Otherwise, you're going to get like what we did with Schwarber. Like you'll have Avisel Garcia in there to like the seventh inning. If you have a lead, you're going to pull him and put JBJ in. My thing is though, if that's what your plan is, you're going to pay JBJ $12 million a year to be a fourth outfielder. I mean, Jason Hayward, how much money just to play That's right. different, though. Because That's when fair, because he starts. When you yeah. signed him, he was supposed to be a stud. It's not, That's your, true. His, it's not your fault that he can't hit anymore. He's getting better, I will say. Like, he has he gotten better. He couldn't get any worse. But you know, with him, you kind of can. You kind hey, of he can. Gave the greatest pep t- got the greatest pep talk in Cubs history. That man gave the greatest pep talk in the history of pep talks. Like, Jason Hayward pisses on like little league halftime motivations or whatever little league halftime little league like seventh league inning stretch motivation what is it, backyard baseball it's backyard <laughs> baseball dude if i had to have a, a coach for little league like if i had to have my son coached by someone it would be jason Pablo sanchez no he would be my he would be my Pablo sanchez would be- or kenny yeah. kawaguchi god bless america I don't he's, know. Like the, he's like the mini joe swanson so much pretty better. much but dustin <laughs> pedroia is gone now yeah we finally Officially. got the contract off the books he's gone that that money can go somewhere else now gonna go to eduardo rodriguez after he's a stud this year so i would like yeah. to ask you guys if you could add one more piece to this team who would it be and why it's gonna be a starting pitcher for sure well yeah um that's available Yes. Odorizzi. That's who I was thinking. Odorizzi's the easy option because he's a free agent, obviously. If we're Still talking somehow. trades, if we're talking trades. Yeah, trades, go for it. Go for it. Give me some bullpen, anything, seriously. Yeah, any of that would be great. I mean, Adam Alvino, uh, you know, if he can be 2019, that would be sick. That'd, that'd be a stud. We got him for free from New York, thanks. Okay, my trade would be Luis Castillo from Cincinnati. Ooh. That's a good one. That's a very good one. But you know they're going to want a King's Ransom for that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We're probably going to lose Jeter Downs in that even though, you know, whatever. Can I – Brandon, can, can, you tell the, can you tell the audience um, what your reaction was when you saw – you got the alert that the Cubs and Red Sox Oh, my the trade. God. Okay, and so all it said was Brian – I so I was because uh, I had a similar reaction. I, I think I was at work or ending my shift, 
And I saw a tweet and it said, Bryant to the Red Sox from Cubs. And I said, oh, my God. One, what the hell did we give up for him? Second. <laughs> How? I was like, Welcome to Boston. Chris Bryant. Uh, and then I screenshotted it and sent it instantly to Ben, being a Cubs fan. And then I, like, read it again. I was like, wait a minute. Some <laughs> Bryant that nobody knows about. Yeah, I was like, wait, this ain't right. Because I, like, I was looking on Twitter to see, like, the reactions from everybody. And, like, to read the full detail, I was like, where, where is this deal? Like, there's no one – like, Kenny's not reporting it. Rose, no one's um, tweeting it, dude. No one's <laughs> tweeting it. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm like, Kenny's always on top of this shit. You know I what I mean? I will say, Kenny? I had a similar reaction when I saw Bryant to Red Sox. I'm like, my heart sank, dude. My I'm heart like, – I got really yeah. excited for a second, and then I got scared to know what we gave up. That's valid. And then everything was all relieved when I realized it wasn't Chris Bryant. And I was like, well, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I had a full episode t- ready to go to talk about it. And just... oh, of course. I-, I have a full episode ready for the day that Jed Hoyer decides to be a moron. I'm ready for it. I mean, he's already been a moron, so what's the difference? Oh, well, yeah. Tom Ricketts but... is also a complete cheap ass, so... Um, What's our over under on the Sox here? Yeah, I was just about to. So, ask. so the they give the Red Sox a forty seven percent chance to win the division. Wow, That's they high. are projecting eighty point eighty point five wins. Ooh. These are from two different sources. Okay, but eighty point five wins is okay. the projected wins, and uh, I'll let you guys go first. I'm only gonna say if you don't go over, then you're stupid. I took the over. I took over, but barely. Easy. I did too. I'm taking over by a landslide, guys. You're sleeping on this red line. Hold on. What's a landslide? Yeah, 90. Really? Ooh. 90. Okay. I need, I need, I need reasons why, though. Everyone, I think, is sleeping on the Red Sox and who they actually picked up this year. And I think people are still, like, anticipating JD to suck. Devers to be eh. Xander is a stud. God bless that soul. Um, we're getting Eddie back. We got Garrett Richards, who I'm pretty pumped about. Uh, Hannah Tauk is really good. I think, you know, I think they're just sleeping on the Red Sox. And I think we're better than a 500 team. And I think that that's going to be one of my bold predictions coming up. But I mean, Red I, Sox- I, I fully agree that we are a team that's going to be an issue. And. Barring, depending on, and again, how the season goes and who gets picked up and who has a breakout year and whatever, whatever. They're going to be a team that's going to compete for the wild card for sure. Um, yeah. Division winner, I don't know. Um, I mean, you look at 47% and you, that, I mean, you both of you guys were like, what? Well, yeah, I was, I was surprised. They're in the 20s, aren't, aren't they? Like, they were 18.6. Like, you could argue Tampa's a better overall ball club. Like, and on Boston's in the 40s, like, I would have never predicted that. I don't think I would have either. I think I would have flipped those two. Yeah. But, I mean, again, like, I I could see it. I could see it, but things have to align. That's fair. You could be that. You know, and, like, what what happens when the Yankees all get hurt and the Red Sox have players that have career years? You never know. So. No, you're absolutely correct. Anything can happen with baseball. That's the beauty of it. That's the best part. There's 162 games to claw our eyes out and rip our hairs out. So it's great. 
we really love to see it. All right. Next segment, bold predictions. So, Anthony, I know you were leaking into that about the Red Sox being your bold prediction. I got two bold predictions. I think the Red Sox, you know, I want to put them as division winners just because that's my team. I think, you know, realistically, I think they're going to be a – they're going to win the wild card game and move on to the ALDS. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if, if depending on the matchup, they could go to the ALCS, I feel like. Depending I think if the bats day, get yeah. – ho- so depending on what sale is. That's true. So, I'm, so my bold prediction is that they are winning the wild card game. Um, my second bold prediction is that Toronto will make a big splash at the deadline. Like an un-Toronto-like fashion. I don't know who that will be. I don't know if they're going to get another veteran leadership. Because that's something they also don't have. They have a lot of young kids. Yeah, George Springer's a little older. Simeon is still a young guy. So I could see Toronto making a splash at the deadline. Okay. Okay. I already said mine. Yankees missing the playoffs. Third place. Sucking. I, I just, I think we all deserve that. (laughs) <laughs> I think America deserves that. If there's the second big – they're not the biggest villains anymore. Thank you at Houston Astros. But they are still villains, and I hope they suck. I have so a ben, couple. So I have a couple. Ben, who do you have over the Yankees then, if you don't have the Yankees in the playoffs? I am going to go ahead and say that Tor- – I, I picked Toronto and Tampa to finish better than the Yankees. And I honestly could see the Red Sox pushing the Yankees. Hmm. All right. My turn. I got three bold predictions. First one. No. Trevor's story will be a Yankee by the deadline. Oh, Ooh. I hate that, but I could definitely see it. That's a good bold prediction, though. That is- uh, number two. I think if Toronto is in the race, mm-hmm. they will go out and get a veteran pitcher Okay. By the name of Madison Assraker. Mad Bomb going to Toronto. Okay. And then third prediction, which I'm hoping is true. I don't know how the Red Sox do it, but it'd be awesome. Luis Castillo to Boston. Okay. Okay. That's and just for fun as a bonus treat, if they could somehow throw Joey Votto in there and put him at first base for half a season, I will be the happiest person. Dude, I don't think – I think Joey you know, Votto's finishing it in Cincy. I'm just throwing a dream scenario. That's fair. A man can dream. I don't know how we would afford it, but it is beside the point. That's valid. But well, I want Luis Castillo in a Red Sox uniform. He screams Pedro Martinez to me. That's valid. Has he ever screamed Pedro Martinez to you? Not personally, because he speaks Spanish, so I'm not really sure. But oh, Pedro Martinez! I love listening to Pedro Martinez tonight. Know. It's so funny. Um, you know, I, I just Luis Castillo has that Bugs Bunny changeup that Pedro used to throw. That's fair. That's fair. And it's just it's so identical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I want it in the Red Sox uniform. It needs to happen. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here first. Luis Castillo will be a Boston Red Sox this year. Kenny Rosenthal is going to report it July 30th. It's going to happen. July 30th. Put it in your calendars. Put it in your phones right now for the reminder. I always have the deadline. Wake as up and ready. Oh, my God. Well, I think that does AL East. I think that does it. We made it through. We made it through. And we got Anthony here this time, so I'm sure we'll see him again eventually when we 
start doing our BS reports coming soon once the season yep. starts. Oh yeah, well, and any future uh, any future drafts like all all time baseball drafts or oh whatever. yeah, we'll, we'll oh, be, yeah, we'll we'll be we're, we're developing those right now. So stay tuned for those. Yep, we these are exciting those. times. Yeah, we have a lot of plans coming forward as the season progresses. So yes, a lot do. of great content coming. But uh, until next time, which I'm pretty sure we only have one more of these left, if I'm not mistaken. One more division to go. I'm going to get my candle ready. Ben's going to have to say a prayer before we do those ones. Yeah. He's gonna I, mean, go I, I don't, I don't think I'm going to need to say the prayer. I think our listeners are going to need to. Yeah, you guys. Did you guys watch any of those debates with Trump and Biden? We're gonna give Ben the mute button just after like you guys two minutes have to of nonstop ranting. Yeah, I'm just I'm just gonna let Ben go that episode and just when I need to chime in, I will and just tell people to like and subscribe. Other than that, it's just gonna be Ben just <laughs> ranting on the Cubs. I don't. My thing is, I don't want to, but with everything that's happened, I feel like I have to. The fans deserve. The fans deserve. That this opportunity because we didn't get to boo Tom Ricketts at Cub, Cubs Con because of COVID. So he needs to hear it. He needs to hear you the discussion. You need to be the platform to let it out. This will be the platform. We might so have, look forward to that when that comes out. Yep. We might have a change. Gonna be, to that's going to be one of those times you best. put on a treadmill for 45 minutes and you just let it happen. Dude, I'm going to make Cubs fans want to run through a brick wall. I'm going to get everybody <laughs> fired up. I might run through a brick wall. And on that note, while we go run through brick walls, make sure you like and subscribe first and make sure you rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts now that we are there. And share us with your friends. I'm sorry? Share us with your friends. We're cool. Share us with your friends, yes. Yeah. It's very nice. Hey, Brandon, you're my friend. You should listen to this You don't need to share with me. I'm on the show. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Till next time, you know what's coming next. NL Central coming your way next time. Be ready for that, and be ready to have your ears blown off by Ben. I'm not even ready yet. (laughs) See y'all next time. Till next time.